This is the Player's Spotlight. Every week throughout the season with Bob, Dave, and more. All right, it's the Player's Spotlight. We've got Shaquem Griffin for the first time joining the show. Uh, I don't think, Jim, have you talked to Shaquem? Have not. I have not talked Pleasure. to Shaquem. First time Last time I talked to you, <laughs> yep, exactly. I talked to you on the sidelines of the Jacksonville game in 2017. You were wow. down on the field seeing your brother down there, and I was like, I have to meet this guy. Yeah. Because I've watched you play, and just uh, very inspiring to watch you play linebacker. What was that like that year? Because you and your brother, obviously, very tight. We just had Jacob Hollister in here, no, who no. also has a twin brother. What was that year like when you were away from him? He was his rookie year up here in Seattle, and you were still at UCF. Uh, it was a time that was definitely different. You like come from doing everything together. It was coming to waking up, going to sleep, or just going out to eat. Everything was the same. So I think the hardest part for me was taking his pictures down off the wall in his room when soon we had this, he just left. Went up to Seattle. I had to clean his room out. And I ended up taking his room after that. Mm-hmm. His room had, like, the bathroom inside of it. So I ended up putting all his pictures. And I just remember putting his pictures in the closet, and I always faced them all against the wall. Like, I didn't want to see his face. Like, yeah, it was, like, it was a sad part of it when it was, you know, you go into his room, and then you see all the pictures of him, and it's like, dang, he's really gone. And they just all set in. So, I mean, in the beginning, it was tough, but we, we created something where, you know, if it was not on the phone, we was, you know, playing a game with each other, playing online or something. And it wasn't just us talking about football. It was just us just, just talking. Yeah. So we were able to talk every day. I mean, literally every day, Monday through Sunday, two, three times a day. So still having the same little arguments, still having the same thing, <laughs> still having our same disputes. It's like, it's crazy. It's nothing changes. Wow. Nothing changes. That, that, that's sad, man. I didn't realize <laughs> that like you had to take his pictures down. Yeah. Oh, that's the hardest part. It's like, why he didn't do this before he left? Yeah, he left the whole thing together, the bed uh-huh. sets, everything. I had to take everything down and put my stuff in there. <laughs> I had to do all the work. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's a, that's an amazing connection. We were just talking because Jim has twin sons. Wow. Yeah, and so it's just it's got to be weird to look at another person that looks just like you and thinks like you. Do you guys? You said fight. Now I imagine those aren't big fights. No, you know, just little petty little arguments. Little disagreements. Probably. Yeah. They're, here I feel there. like my opinion was always better, but then again, he always think like, his opinion is better. So, <laughs> you know, you got to have a debate about it. Yeah. So a lot of similarities, obviously, being twins. But uh, what what are the biggest differences between you and Shaquille? Um, the biggest difference is I feel like for me, is I was a more talkative person than him. He was like the more uh, the quiet one. Um, I feel like for him, he was able to take the big brother role. And even though it was one minute, he took upon it himself. They're like, you know what? This is a big role for me, and I'm going to make sure I'm going to stick to it. And I just remember it just certain things when it comes to um, just talking about the football process and him going into the league and, you know, his his rookie year and me trying to finish out my senior year, he always used to tell me, like, I'm going to go through this process and make sure the process for you is easier. And, you know, a lot of people can say that, but a lot of people won't take in certain things. They'll forget certain points of their process and won't be able to give back. But I think for him, he was either, if it's not writing it down, he makes sure that he memorized every single thing when it comes to speaking to coaches if it's come preparing for the combine or just anything, he was able to help me give back. And even throughout the process of being drafted, coming to the team, going through rookie mini camp, OTAs, I was already prepared before I even got there. Just because he was willing to give the knowledge that he gained from the year that he got there early, and it still helped me out. So that's kind of like the big brother role he took upon himself. Yeah, and it seems like just from reading stories about you that there was never any sibling rivalry. It was always you guys supporting each other. Oh, it, it was It was always like that. It was just more of... You know, if you're winning, I'm winning. And it would come to a point, even when I was in college, where it was like I was at a time that I wasn't playing. And he always just said that like, you never have to worry about anything. Like, if I'm playing, you're playing. And then 
that's something that you want to be able to hold on to. And it gave me more reason to be able to push and be able to, you know, go through the things I was going through than the trials and the different circumstances I was. It's like, you know what? If he's still playing, I'm always playing no matter what the situation is, no matter what happens. If I just keep giving him my all and knowing that he's going to be happy with whatever, it's, it's always a good feeling because I didn't have to worry about the stress of, you know, you fight for something and you don't know how it's going to end up, but you know that you fight for something. Mm -hmm. So I think for me was he was always battling for me and I was always battling for him. So we always met at the middle. You know, other than the, the 1987 draft, when I got drafted, the most special draft for me was 2018 when they drafted you. And I remember I was with a couple other guys, ex-players, and we were doing an analysis and everything. And when they drafted you, I was like, they did it. It was just <laughs> like you got like goosebumps and everything. What was that like for you? I mean, that just must have been 10 times that. Uh, it was crazy because not knowing how it was going to go and the expectations was, was all over the place. You know, you got so much of the outside talk coming in and you like you just don't know what to believe. You don't know what's going to happen. It was just waiting it out. And I think for me is having my family there, especially having my brother there, I think they made the moment better because watching my brother get drafted, I did most of the crying. And then when I got drafted, it flipped. And you see the family, you see my brother crying. Like my brother cried more for my draft than his own. And I think it was crazy because I was in the bathroom when the phone call happened. <laughs> So my brother actually seen the phone call before me. He already knew what team was calling me before I even knew. And I just remember he just bust in the bathroom. I was like, just threw my hands. Off. I didn't know what was going on. And he was like, you got to answer the phone. I didn't even get a chance to get up and wash my hands or anything. <laughs> it was like all of the moment was just happening right now. And I just see my mom just crying. My my brothers, everybody on the floor, just, oh, my goodness. It, it was it was so crazy because I didn't even know what to say at the point. You know, it was I was so, like, struck from what was going on. I was just, like, stuck. I was stuck for words. And then my brother was like, say something, say something. And then that's when everything happened after that. <laughs> so you went through the, the rookie year. Now you're in your second year. How have things changed this year from last year? Uh, just having a better understanding. Um, I think uh, from last year to this year, you know, the game slows down definitely. Um, and you can kind of tell when it comes to, you know, players, when it comes from their first year to their second year or a year on. It's always something that you can learn from the year before that can make you better for the next one. And I think it all comes to growth. And just having the guys in front of me like Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, and Michael Kendricks, you know, you can learn so much from them. And, you know, I feel like we get put in a, a good situation where I'm able to take in so much good knowledge from great players. And, you know, they took us all in. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of cool. And I think for me for this year is just being able to slow the game down for myself and making sure that I can be able to understand what's going on out there. And now instead of me playing like a rookie, you can start playing more like a vet. And, you know, that just all goes through time. Man, you even sound like your brother. <laughs> do, you, do you hear that, too, that your, your voices are the same? No, I feel like I talk way better than my brother, but you know, I, I'll tell you what I can get. <laughs> so you guys wrote a book, and uh, did you go like on a tour, book tour? Oh, yes. All over the United States? I did not know doing a book tour was so busy. Like I thought, I was like, you know, you get to travel places and talk about a book, but I didn't know the increments of times that you were talking about a book. It's like literally hour after hour, minute after minute. It's like, mm -hmm. if you're not doing this interview, you're doing the next. If you're not doing this interview, you drive to the next station to do another interview. It's like, it was a fun experience, and I'm glad I was able to do it with my brother. I feel like if I was doing it by myself and going to different areas, I'd be like, man, I'm so tired of this. But yeah. they made the experience doing it with my brother so much fun because we not only experienced something that we wanted to tell the entire world, that we wanted to tell our background of our story and how we want to be perceived. I'm doing it right along with my brother. And, you know, you talk about certain things you want to do as a kid growing up, and then will you be able to accomplish that? You know, it just feels that much better when you share in a moment. How cool is that for you, too, when sometimes you'll have kids 
that uh, you know have lost a limb or something like that, and they'll come down on the field. I see them sometimes uh, after games. You'll take those kids. It's got to be pretty cool to be that inspiring to people. Oh yeah, I mean it definitely is. It's, it's always a special moment for me because that's when you know that the uh, it's bigger than just yourself, and it's bigger than just the game. At at that, you know, when you be able to to show people that you know, if you just put your mind to something, and you put your your soul focus on one thing, and being able to push as hard as you can, even when times get hard, you still willing to push through it to accomplish what you want. You know, it's an amazing feeling. I'm glad I'm able to share that with those, and for them to be able to is you know, taking me all in with open arms and being able to. Show me their story and what they went through and what they're trying to accomplish. You know, it just it's a better feeling for me because, you know what, I can understand where you're coming from. I know what you're fighting for and I know what odds are against you. I know how people are going to perceive you. You know, when some people see things that's unnatural, that's not seen before, it's like they're not going to say they've seen it. Like they're not going to believe it at first until you actually do it. And I just feel like, you know, me being put in a situation for me to show others. You know, there's going to be more of us going to be able to come out and come from the shadows. And you know, like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about what you think about me and what you feel about my dream. I know what I want in my life, and I know what I'm going to do and what I'm going to push for. So it's just amazing to see all that unfold. It sounds like you were really pushed by your dad, too, right? The backyard workouts. What was that whole thing like? Oh, it was very intense. It was <laughs> <laughs> very intense. Um, I think for for me and my dad, just showing me the ways of football, and it started off kind of rough, especially I think the first thing was trying to catch a ball. Uh, you know, I, I took a lot of shots to the face before I was able to learn. But I think the the tough love from him towards me was was great, and I very and I really appreciate it. And he's always say like, "You won't like it now, but you're gonna love me later. You won't like the process now, but you're gonna thank me later for it." And I just remember me trying to catch the ball, and I'm like, "Ah, this is not for me." He's like, "One day you're gonna stop the ball from hitting your face." I'm like, "You're right about that." I'm, I'm I'm sick of it. They said, no, I ended up learning how to catch. And then it was like, from there on, it's like, I'm going to keep pushing you. Because even if you feel like you can't push harder, I know what's in you. So I'm going to keep pushing it until it comes out. Yeah, and I'd say as a parent, that's a protective thing. I mean, you're you're do- he's doing that to prepare you for the real world. Yeah. Yeah, that that's very cool. Uh, I love hearing that part of it because, yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, that's just something uh, in life that you have to get past and yeah. get through. So. Very cool. Uh, so, how special teams going? Uh, have you gotten on the field a little bit as linebacker? I know it's tough with Bobby and Kendricks. And I mean, their... we got an amazing group in front of us. Yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, special teams been going good. I mean, for us, it's more of a just staying consistent. Um, for the most part, doing our job, kind of creating opportunities for our offense and defense. And as far as defense wise, I mean, you just learn from the grace. I know, just talking to Coach Norton, I was like, you know, you never know what your role exactly is going to be until it's given. And you always had that thought, like, I want to do this, I want to do that. But, you know, it's it's okay to be eager for something, but you got to understand that everything doesn't come in a timely manner as if you want it. You got to be able to wait and be able to be ready for when your time is called. And I think that the group in front of us, they teach us so much from not only the things that are doing good, but the mistakes they make. And I feel like once the opportunity for us to come or just for myself to be able to, to step on that field, I'm going to be well prepared for it. And... You know, throughout the last couple of weeks, they're trying to get me to rush more and start to get me back on a, you know, on a the, the rushing a QB. And I think that's something where I feel most comfortable at. That's something that you know I feel the most joy me that is being down in the trenches and being able to go against tackles and tight ends and be able to just to rush the quarterback. So you know, just to watch, just to know that they're watching me and being able to, to, to get me put in situations where I can rush again. You know, that's always a good feeling. And just take it all in while I can. Looking forward to seeing that because you were. 
uh, American Athletic Conference Player of the Year. How many sacks did you have? That was it, seven or eight or eleven or something like that. Uh, I mean, you're a good twelve pass and a half, rusher. eleven and a half. Oh, I showed like you. I'm sorry about uh, that. Yeah, I tell mean, what you, I can get. You made all <laughs> <laughs> you made all kinds of plays. So, have you been campaigning to to rush the edge a little bit? Yeah, uh, definitely been working on it more. I've been working on certain certain movements and stuff like that, and being able to work with some of the coaches. Coach Jethro been helping me out. Coach Hurt been helping me out a lot. And, you know, um, I think Coach Norton wanted to see me get out there and, and just rush more. And definitely Pete Carroll, I remember talking to him about it. So, you know, it's definitely something they're watching for, and, you know, hopefully I, I get a shot at it. All right, the last thing I have for you, I'm looking forward to that too because I sit there and I watch these games. I'm going, well, that's it's an issue, that rushing the passer. And they were talking about Shaquem and, and getting him off the edge and seeing what he can do. So I'm like Dave, I'm looking forward to that. Okay, here's something that you're going to be envious of me about. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. Okay. So I see that you you like Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> okay. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So 1975 or 1976, I saw Earth, Wind, and Fire in concert in Pullman. Okay. That's not the end of it, though. So okay. I saw him. Then I drove 280 miles that, that next day, and I saw him in concert in Seattle, back to back, two days, two nights in a row. Are you envious, Shaquem? I mean, I, I don't want to be caught saying that I'm um, I'm hating a little bit, but, you know, I am a little jealous. <laughs> um, I, obviously, I wasn't even thought about around that time, but for you to be able to experience that, you know, let's just say I'm just going to live through you, and I'm pretty sure that was an amazing experience. You know what? That's a nice answer. I would have said, well, good a, for you. <laughs> like well, I, had to, I had to turn it around a little bit. Well, he likes <laughs> wind and fire. And good you know, for you. He, 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 he wasn't born yeah. until 30 years later, but... <laughs> Uh, Shaquem, we got to let you go, but uh, we could talk another hour with you. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Appreciate that.